What up? Can you hear me? What's up? Second. All right. Hey, what's up, guys? It's your boy, JT. It's your boy, Carlos G. What's up, man? I'm Ivan Key McKeithen. Uh, and this is the Four Horsemen Podcast. Yeah. So what's up, yeah, yeah. Oh man, I'm good, man. Today's a great day, great weekend. I mean, I ain't gotta go nowhere to have fun. I'll be having fun right here in my own house, cooking, grilling, whatever I do, man. It don't matter. Having fun. I watched Bad Boys two last, well, three, the last one, whatever one it is. I watched it last night. It was good, really good. good. I think it's the best one. All right, cool. Uh, I actually um been doing homework like crazy or whatever so i really hadn't been able to like to get into media stuff too much but what uh my wife blessed me with is the show black af and let me get it to it later but let me tell you dog yeah i was i was i was definitely glad i got on i got on netflix for a little bit of that so but that feels good i only watched one episode so far but it's good yeah yeah that's it yeah i saw that's all too but that's yeah. Yeah. So uh, I've been doing. Shout out to all the people working hard. As um, I'm playing games, bro. Been running a lot. Been pretty much all I do. It's pretty fun. Sure. I mean, that's so. That's a lifestyle this day. Huh? That's a pretty kind of lifestyle this day and age right now. <laughs> yeah, man. So starting it off. Teddy Riley. <laughs> so if all y'all don't know, a lot of people have been doing Instagram battles over the last couple of weeks, trying to give us some entertainment. A lot of them have been yep. good. You know, we had we had all kinds of them. You know? um, recent one, which was great, was uh, Teddy Riley and Babyface. The last night for y'all, y'all that didn't catch it. I don't it think was, anybody caught <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think nobody caught it either. I think it was like a a wash. Yeah, it was definitely a wash. Like I don't know what Teddy Riley was doing, why he had his whole family, extended family, neighbors, guests in there with him <laughs> doing this. But it was funny. Then he's having audio issues. He's trying to play as track player. <laughs> Baby face was, huh? From what? It's not like he was trying to play tracks from like a oh. tape deck. Face had the brand new smooth, you know what I'm saying? Bluetooth audio hookup. And Teddy Riley was still living in like 19. 19- well, Babyface pretty much played it very much like his uh his career and his life, you know what I'm saying? Being a super smooth individual he is. He just uh he smoothed it out. And Teddy got caught up in a bunch of mess because, unfortunately, it's very indicative of how uh, how their careers have been. So, <laughs> right. Um, but I, I will say, uh, I mean, if if it does eventually happen or whatever, it it would be epic because they both have crazy catalogs. But on the plus side, though, the fact that it didn't happen provided us with uh, an incredible amount of comedy gold. The memes uh, that have come out of this in the short amount of time. I mean, we ain't even hit the 24 hour cycle and it's been so much funny stuff that has been produced. Um, the internet is still undefeated. So 
very much. Ate it. <laughs> Listen, man. Hey, yo, his audio sounded worse than our podcast audio. <laughs> I was saying that one. We're working on that. Was my here. Huh? <laughs> We're working on that, though. Oh, yeah, 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 you know, you know. Um, so, um, other stuff going, I mean, it's just a lot of pandemonium, really. Ain't nothing too much. Florida opened up. They, uh, uh, bro. Hey, before we get on that real quick, I got something else that kind of segued in, which I was just saying, segue in what I was thinking about. Uh, about I seen this thing this morning, people were saying that Stevie Wonder really ain't blind. Oh, yeah, that's old, bro. Oh, but, but Stevie Wonder's not blind, man. <laughs> Yeah, well, he went to my shack tomorrow, so he got the elevator. Steve Wonder was standing there. What's up, Shaq? <laughs> oh, yeah, no, Steve Wonder's not blind. Okay, y'all haven't heard uh, yeah. what's his name? What's the dude from Blackish? What's his name? Oh, no, he was on that too. The video, too. Uh, Anthony Anders, yeah, no, he, he telling you, yo, I seen a video of this mic falling in front of Stevie Wonder and he caught it like he was mid singing. And and the big crowd of people just singing, and then somebody walked by and knocked the mic, and the mic started falling. He grabbed it real quick. But what makes you think that he can't hear that? Like he's been doing this all his life. Like listen, while his ears not being trained, I don't. People be making so much. That's like okay, I'm cool with conspiracy theories. Don't get me wrong. Like I'm saying, I got my own. But the Stevie Wonder not blind conspiracy theory. Has to be one of the silliest <laughs> that I think I've heard. No, <laughs> you know? The boy said he played him in basketball and, uh, and Stevie won and beat him. And then Steve Harvey said the man called up to his uh his 16th floor of a building and uh, he was supposed to be at an interview. And he said, Man, I'm driving up. And he was like, Man, you can't drive. He said, Look out the window. He said, Look out the window. Stevie Wonder was in his truck <laughs> driving up, waving. Up. Listen, man, Stevie Wonder ain't blind. All right. I don't know. He might not. Either he got some really good echolocation skills or he ain't blind. So, I mean, even All if he right. had great echolocation skills, right, Key? I'm going to put it to you like this, bruh. There's no way that he, if you would have seen the video of where that mic was at and how many people was on that stage singing it in front of this big crowd, you'd be like, there's no way he heard that mic get knocked over. There okay. was no way. There's too much going on. Well, I will say that I seen a video when he was a kid of him uh, facing away from the crowd singing like he was, and he was shaking, shaking himself or whatever. And yeah, it's like, an he didn't know, like he didn't know he was behind <laughs> Yeah, it's an act, man. It's an act. You got to play it off, man. Nah, I think, I don't know if Stevie Wonder falls in the same category of uh, of Ray Charles because I haven't read enough of his story. Like, you know what I'm saying? Well, Ray Charles wasn't born blind, but through an accident became blind. I don't know if Stevie is in the same boat or if he was born blind. But you know, I should get up right now. It's a good question because, I mean, I'm telling you, man. And if So what's going to happen when he comes out and he's like, yo, when Stevie passes away, God forbid, they like, yo, it was all act. Well, then I'll re- I'll recant. Hey, but yo, Marcus, we'll deal with Marcus that. Right we'll here. we'll right. cross that bridge when we get to it. But right now, Stevie wanted blind. Y'all ain't great. Nah, man. Stevie ain't blind, man. <laughs> Stevie ain't blind. <laughs> so, yeah, what you born blind due to being born prematurely. <sighs> okay. Um, another one, Florida. You said Florida, you were talking about. Well, before now that we're back on the this, since you rudely interrupted me, uh, <laughs> I tell yo, you these, serious, yo, this circle scheme going on on Facebook, bruh. Have you heard about it? it? No, well, my home, maybe my wife told me about it this morning. My little brother got like a story on his uh Facebook talking about, I, like, I don't know what this is, and then it's a pyramid scheme. On That's what it is, pages. it's a pyramid scheme, like, ain't no, ain't no need to tell you what it, it's a pyramid scheme. All right. Okay. What what is I mean, what is what circles or what is it? I guess it's just their new pyramid scheme. So apparently, from what I understand, from what I like, you know, heard about it from my homeboy, 
he was it's basically like hey somebody recruits you you recruit somebody somebody recruits you you put in a certain amount of money right yep. then you get yep. them then you got to recruit somebody yeah and then you know what i'm saying they put in a certain amount of money then you get paid from them putting yep. in money but you get paid more than you put in yeah you just got to do it like that so oh yeah, that is hundred hundred percent. Not oh, even. It's, it's, I knew it was a pyramid scheme as soon as you know. what I'm saying it came out, but uh, it's interesting. I guess a lot of people are doing it, and uh, it's the new craze. They said the dude, I think the dude made, I think he's made like ten million or something like that. I got to fact check it for sure, but I think he's made like ten million off of it. I guess I need to let my little brother know then. That's no, tough. I mean, but yeah, they said like they I... said like if you uh, if you definitely um get somebody under you, you good. I mean, so I mean, with any of that stuff, if you get in and you get out like quick, then you you straight. But that's the problem is then people people get in, get out, they make they make some money, and then they get greedy, and then they put in like five more people, and then they want to sit on it, and then the whole thing falls down, and then you end up broke, and you got ten of your friends mad at you because you put them on to something or whatever, and they lost fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, but my thing is too now, like if I put you on to something and then you lose money, like is that my fault? If you didn't like, you should know what this is, right? Don't matter, dog. It don't. It don't matter because I've already, I've already been there. I've already lived that life. I've already seen it. I have friend. I have a homeboy. I, I live that life. I, I ain't gonna get into it, but we'll. <laughs> no, I got you. But I'm saying, like, but it's like, is that my? It's like this, right? If if you pull a, if you pull wool over my eyes, and like, well, if I know better, like, if I know better, right? Like, everybody knows what a pyramid scheme is. Most people will say most people of age do. Is it my fault? If you play me for a pyramid screen that I clearly know is a pyramid screen, but I'm like, you know what? I can come up. I can beat this odds. Is that my fault? Is that your fault? But I don't think most people are going into it thinking I can beat the odds. I think they're going into it thinking they're just thinking that it's something that is not. And then when they find out what it is, they get burnt. So like, what do you like? How do you? I guess. All right. I don't know. Well, but like as soon as I heard about this, I was like, this sounds like a pyramid scheme. No way around it. My rule of thumb for uh, that stuff is usually if you find out about it, you it's too late. You missed the you find out. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> you already figured out what it is? That's what no, any of the time get trick down ecology. You are have people underneath you, all that crap, man. Like by the time you find out about it, you don't miss the way. Like somebody else making money off of you, you ain't gonna never get up that high in the company. So let it go. That's just me though. I don't know, bro. I'm just saying, like I don't know. It's 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 weird. Well, I mean, you have to live and learn for some people, man. That's how I feel. This, especially with this newer generation, man, just diving on this stuff like crazy, man. That stuff been around. I was about to say, like, speaking of living and learning, so let's let's get into Jacksonville. So the Liberate I, I wanna touch on the Liberate the States, the 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 rallies or whatever from all of these folks or whatever that are up in arms about uh having their uh <laughs> quote unquote their rights taken and not being allowed to uh walk around the streets and be uh, a giant germ, but um, I would prefer to just deal with Jacksonville and their handling of the interpretation of the parameters that the president put out on Thursday uh, during uh, his normal press, his uh, coronavirus press briefing. All right. So I'm going to go first because, you know, Jacksonville holds a dear place in my heart. Yes. I love that place. I spent a long, long time there. I basically grew up there. Um, yo, shout out to Jacksonville. Hey, way to stand up and stick it to the man. Yeah, I'm with it. I mean, if I was there, I would be part of them people at the beach and the streets and shit. I ain't gonna lie. 
You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> Shout out to them, bro. I ain't got nothing. I mean, granted, probably not the brightest idea, but hey. Hey, I, I yeah, I would be sitting that one out. You know what I'm saying? I, I spent some time in Jack's too, and I yeah, I would definitely be uh I'd be on the sidelines looking out the window at y'all, shaking my head. Or like the uh the picture of the uh the little boy with uh with the balled up fist looking <laughs> out the window mad at everybody. Yeah. So I mean that way, yeah. I'm not about that life. I just I think it's I mean, he just put out the they, they haven't even had an opportunity to take the fourteen days to evaluate to see if the numbers have dropped. So I just think it's it's just it's just not the most wise governing that I've seen um from the great state of Florida and more more specifically from the uh one of the biggest cities in uh the country, Jacksonville. Yeah, I mean, hey, they're living it up. I don't know, Los, what you think? I mean, I don't know. I feel like it's gonna they're gonna be a play a martyr if it is worse than what they think it is in this case. And I mean, in that case, like, all right, well, we now we know. Now nobody yeah. else is gonna do it in the future and learn and learn the hard way, you know. So, I said, well, preferably, you know, what it all blows over. They they made the right call. Nobody, you know, what I'm saying, nobody gets sick, nobody perishes because you know, what I'm saying, I, I'm not gonna wish death upon nobody. I'm I'm praying that it works out for everybody. And then, you know, we all can like, you know what I'm saying, lighten up the restrictions and everybody can go back to normal life. But I live in Detroit. So being on the front lines of um, this pandemic and seeing and having close personal friends be uh, infected and having close personal friends have family members that have passed away. I'm talking about parents, you know what I'm saying? So this ain't no, it's, it's a lot more serious for me. And this is not a, you know, I, I don't take this as a game or this somebody is trampling on my rights or holding me up or whatever. And I, you know, I just want to get back to work. Like, nah, dog, I want my people to be alive. Fam, that's, you know. And what? And going, going to the beach ain't a priority, you know what I'm saying, until I know that we all good, so. And the thing with me, like, and Josh, you can cut this out if you feel like it's inappropriate, but. Don't like, say that, then. <laughs> <laughs> Cut that part out, you want, man. Whatever. But what I'm gonna say is, like, last week I literally was watching like people sharing this video of all these black people in uh in their neighborhoods having like a block party or whatever during this problem during this yeah. um, pandemic. Yeah. And then I see in the comments where a lot of white people are bashing black people, calling them stupid, and calling them this, that, and third. And then now a whole city opened up, and I look at pictures on the beach. And 99%, I, I tell you right now, I don't see a single black person in this huge crowd of people on Jacksonville Beach. But I'm like, it was, it was a couple, was but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm talking about a, it was a couple, but it wasn't many though. It, it wasn't that many though. So my thing is like, all right, why are you going to sit here and call these people who already probably pre exposed each other in the first place because they live in the same community? Uh, more, more likely than it is than you going to the beach, you know? And then now next week, you know, you out doing your thing. Like, to me, I, I don't know. Man, that stuff right there really be conflicted. I'd be conflicted within myself on this type of stuff. And that's why I didn't want to say it, but I'm just like, that's the only thing I want to say right now. Like, when you asked me, I didn't really have much to say. I was like, I don't want to say that. So I just say something that was safe. But I was like, you know what? I don't want to be safe. Oh, yeah, that's right. Coming to you live from the other side, Brother Carlos Grant with the hot take. <laughs> Yeah, but you know what? The, and that's funny. That gets me into that's the reason why I was so 
smitten with uh, the show on Netflix, um, Black AF. Uh, Kenya Bears is an incredible uh, writer, director, producer. Uh, I mean, he got like a, a slew of hits under his belt. I mean, the whole Blackish and all the spinoffs or whatever. He directed Coming to America too. He did Girl Strip. He did Barbershop, The Next Cut. He did Shaft, the 2019 version. Uh, he was, you know, a big part of America's Next Top Model um, for its entire run. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, dude got he got hits, you know what I'm saying? So, he, um, white people as well. You said, Well, who, dear white people? Uh, I'm not sure. I got to go back and look. Uh, I mean, I was just looking at some of the stuff he's he, but he's been involved in a lot. Um, I think, dear white people was more. Uh, I can't think of a young man that, um, that wrote that wrote it originally that did the um, he wrote the original movie and then you know turned it into a uh, the adaptation or whatever other show, but um. On the show, they have a thing where he talks about the white gaze, <laughs> and it's so uh, it's so poignant. And, and shout out to all my all my folks or whatever. And that's why I I want to talk about I hate talking about these topics without having a differing opinion. So that way, you know, what I'm saying. But um, part of it is it's hard to understand because it is about perspective, and perspective is reality. So um, when you talk about living under that like scrutiny or the watchful eye of uh, judgmental others and people, you know what I'm saying, always feeling like you're being kind of picked apart um, for everything that you do. If you do one thing or whatever, it's too over the top and you do some other stuff, whatever, then you're trying to be, you know, you're trying to be white or you broke or whatever. So, and it, it was just, it was just real crafty the way that he has, he's in one episode, in the first episode, he already touched on so much like historic, systematic like racism colorblind racism and just a bunch of stuff just like little all little touches and mix it in and made it funny and made it made it memorable and uh, it's like blackish is like us on a podcast and uh black af is like us when we talking offline <laughs> you know what i'm saying it's like the the super intimate like unabashed like conversation like it's blackish with the uh, you know, what I'm saying blackish and blackish is on HBO as opposed to on uh, ABC. Right. So, and I just I I think he's I, I mean he's incredibly incredibly smart, incredibly savvy. It's dope to see him actually in the show as opposed to um, having another actor, even though he did um, put uh, my boo Rashida Jones and as his uh, as his wife instead of his real wife, obviously. Um, but yeah, man, it's uh the the kids that they have on there playing his kids are hilarious, man. They like his casting game is strong, super strong. He's really, really, uh, like I said, he. I, I just I think very highly of the show. I think I was reading somewhere some people were giving it like bad reviews, but I think that's uh tomfoolery. I mean, people give Tyler Perry bad reviews too, but he got a built-in audience, so you know you can review it however you want. He's still getting that bag. Right. So, so my question in regards to what you just said. Like this goes back to something we probably talked offline about, and I, 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 oh, I said something in regards to like, I think the issue when you talk about addressing these type of issues with uh, systematic racism and you know just racism in general, is that people don't talk about it outside of the race. Like you know, black people talk about it amongst themselves, you know, and then I'm a, I'll assume that white people talk about it amongst themselves, but there's no communication. Right. And my question is to you guys, like. 
for stuff like this, like Black AF or any show that that's you know predominantly a black cast or that's addressing racial issues or even movies, do you think our uh, yeah. white counterparts actually watch that stuff? Because like me personally, I've had like examples where I'm in class and I reference stuff or I'll say stuff, and like if it's people that are around me that are, are white, they're like, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, I've never seen that. Oh, I've never heard of that. Like so, you got. I, I mean, I think, yeah, I think in certain point, in certain instances, I think that's true. Like, you know what I'm saying? You're going to have those that, you know what I'm saying? They totally don't relate to it at all and they're not watching it and it, it don't speak to them, period. I mean, but that's the same thing like, you know, with us watching, Friends. I mean, fr- Friends or Will and Grace or, you know, Stein, or Steinfeld. Yeah, but I say like, I mean, it's, it's a, I know I loved Alan McBill, so, you know what I'm saying? But it's, I mean, but it's a lot of shows that made, you know what I'm saying, that are made for the mainstream, quote unquote, made for, you know what I'm saying, the majority that may not necessarily speak to you that you may choose to abstain from watching sex in the city. I could keep, you know, so I can keep going down a list of, of show popular, super widely popular shows and shows that have made a bajillion dollars and have a, a hundred million episodes and all the rest of that stuff. But that cast is just like, it don't speak to me. So I, don't have, I ain't had no interest in it. I, don't, I had no desire to watch Speaking it. Of so, way, I, you know. I think I, I, I absolutely do not like the movie for us. And I know a lot of people, but I don't know. Whoa. Like whoa, whoa, whoa. Time out. Hey, hold on. Say time out. How can you sit Flag here, on the play. How can you sit here and be like, do you think white people watch this show? And you be like, I hate Forrest Gump. I watched the movie, though. That's the thing. Like, that, that goes into another thing I was just thinking about. Like, so for us, like, we'll watch stuff like Pearl Harbor, different things pertaining to, you know, uh, well, Pearl European, I guess, history and stuff like that. But Whenever our stuff comes out, I don't feel like the majority of white people watch our stuff and hear about our story. And then to me, to, therein lies a problem right there. Like to what is like the system, if it's systematic racism, it's going to continue until the people who are oppressing is exposed to it. I just got to, I'm going to just take issue with you saying, Sean, like, I mean, I, you know what I'm saying? I'm with you. Uh, uh, systematic racism, you know, you know me, you know what I'm saying? I'm black, I'm black and black. So, but how don't you like Forrest Gump, and dog? Like, let's <laughs> let's get into that. We gotta see Los. You know, I need people on a. Uh, I need the audience to understand. Like, y'all be thinking that we picking on Carlos when we be getting into this stuff or whatever. Because like for the last three episodes, we've been riding him, but he always come with some crazy yeah, stuff. Yeah, I never heard no. What I don't like Forrest Gump. God's great name. Do you mean you don't like Forrest Gump? It is an American institution, fam. You like Life Gladiator. Like I, I love Gladiator. That is one of my favorite movies. But here's the thing, like, for me, like, first off, I mean, it's okay. I'll say that. It's so, it's okay, dog. You you about to make me put in a phone call to Steven Spielberg and uh, Tom Hanks right now. Like, my thing is, like, growing up, I've always heard, you know, uh, my white counterparts in particular always say, oh, it's such a great movie, such an outstanding movie. And I'm like, I don't get it. It's not that good. Like, it's not that good to me. Like, I don't know. It's just like, okay, cool. He's telling a story. It's got a lot of, I guess, I don't know, stuff in it going on. But I'm just like, it don't vibe with me. I'm just like, oh, okay, it's all right. Yeah, I've watched the whole thing, but it's not something that I like, oh, I got to go back and watch this. And, and It was like around, everything about, going on at that time, throughout those times when that shit was going on uh, in real life. It was just made up by some Man, person that I, did it. I watched Forrest Gump 
I don't even know how many times I've watched that movie because I've watched it so much. Like as a kid, like I literally grew up on that movie. Like it was, there's like a handful of movies that we used to just keep on rotation that we would watch all the time between me and my brothers. And Forrest Gump was that like Forrest Gump, Mighty Ducks, uh, Friday. Those movies um, are kind of weird. Sinbad's what is it? I can't remember the uh one of the name of his stand, but it was like a it's like a slew. You know what I'm saying? I, mind you, I'm I'm a little bit older than y'all, so I'm. A, but that like that's why I'm just I'm just having such a hard time because I'm like I literally like the Forrest Gump quotes that go through my brain like almost fit any scenario that you could possibly come up with. Like there's a there's a quote there's a quote for that out of Forrest Gump because he touched on every phase of life. And then so many big uh, events and subject matters and stuff, whatever that happened in American history, like he was a part of it. I'm sorry to mess up your Black Panther Party. Are you, man, I can't believe it. Yeah, what? Good oh, stuff, and you bro. just brought it into Forrest Gump, man. Yeah, man. People, we, yeah, because you was, huh? you, you just literally discredited your whole point. No, how, no, that definitely didn't discredit my whole point. What I said was very 100% valid. The fact is, I watched the movie. Some people will turn away from a movie but, just by hearing what it's about. So, because so, so the I mean, but does that make him? Does that make them wrong because they don't want to? They don't want to watch that. That's not what. That's not for them. So, but am I wrong for watching the movie not liking it? <laughs> no, you're not wrong for I'm watching not, it and not liking it. It's just, I mean, that's you're not wrong for watching the movie and not liking it. But you are wrong for not liking Forrest Gump because Forrest Gump is more than a movie. It's an institution. So you're wrong, fam. But I'm gonna move on from that. I don't want to, but I'm going to because for the <laughs> for the good of the pie, I can't believe you don't like Forrest Gump. Yeah. That is crazy to me. Yeah, I mean, I, I just never really it was never my thing. Man. It wasn't. And I mean, I mean, so I, the biggest thing which what you were saying, right, is how you want you want so you want basically people to watch it, but people are only going to watch what appeals to them. So if you want people to watch these things, and you got to make it appeal to them. Perfect example: Jordan Pills Get Out. Everybody watched that, and guess what it was about. I'm not gonna say anybody. I will Us. say a certain generation of white people probably have watched it because I've talked to some people in like particularly class that I'm in right now that are a little bit older than I am, and they're like, "No, nah, I never seen that. Never wanted to see it. Didn't interest me." And I'm like, oh, "Okay, all right." But I mean, that's I don't know, a different type of personality. They're like, "Oh, that was great. I love those movies." You know, and I'm like, oh, "Cool." And then the other thing too is like, but you gotta think there's some things that you won't. Perfect example: you won't watch the Tiger King. Why? No, I said exactly. I, I definitely exactly, right. I've already watched. It. I told you that. But you started it. But I'm saying you wasn't. You wasn't going to until I had to push it. No, I said. Oh yeah, no, I'm. I'm right. still not gonna watch so, it. So, then you, then right. Instant, that's what you have to think about. Like the same thing that you said that we all do the same thing. I mean, great. It's not right. No matter what. You, no matter which way you want to slice it. I don't, man. I, I'm not saying. But you're speaking from yourself only. You're not the only person in the world. I mean, I'm speaking all this stuff, what I'm saying it, other than, you know, some certain things with some facts and stuff, but most of stuff come from like my life experience of talking to people, not just from me coming out of my own box and saying, oh, I don't think people watch it because of assumption. It's going off of the fact that I communicate with people and I run into conversations with people where I'm talking to them with an assumption that they have watched it. And they're like, no, I've never seen that. And I'm like, oh, have you ever heard of it? And they'd be like, either yes or no, or no, or yes, but I didn't really think it was something that I wanted to watch. That type of thing. Me, like, I, like, Whenever the Tiger King was never about me not wanting to watch it, it was like I have to be in a certain frame of mind to watch something like that, and that's the thing what it was. And then like I wound up watching it this week because I was laying on the couch like, you know what, I want to watch this movie right. I'm in this show right now, and I turned it on, and I watched it, 
and it wasn't that bad. Like to me, it was some idiotic stuff going on, but I'm just like, it's not that bad as I thought it was going to be comparison to my other stuff I've watched in the past. You just have to, like, I mean, I got you, but you have to appeal to people in order for them to watch it. If it doesn't appeal to them, like, why did I get married? I don't feel like that's going to appeal to somebody if you're not, you know, saying of a certain color or a certain background. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, like, I, I've seen Why Did I Get Married. I've seen it, seen it multiple times. Granted, it's an interesting movie. Um, but you wouldn't, like, if you don't come from that culture, you're not going to understand it. I get you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I, I get that. Um, I guess, so for me to be more specific, be, being that you said that, I think, like, what I'm talking about is more like, I guess, historical type genres. Stuff that's telling a story of you know history and that's based because, on truth. well nobody wants to because nobody wants to watch that because we're in america so this is america bro we have a short-term memory all right we don't like to remember things and if it happened in the if it happened more than fucking five years ago we like to pretend like that shit happened a hundred years ago nobody likes to remember or think about also because nobody wants to nobody wants to deal with it you know what i mean quote nobody wants to nobody wants to write those wrongs or talk about those issues. They just want to be like, hey, that should happen in the past. All right, whatever. Like, just like, let's just pretend it didn't happen. Perfect example, 9-11. 9-11 happened uh, almost 20 years ago, right? Yeah. And you, But you would think that happened like 100 years ago. I guess in a sense. I mean, I... I, I mean, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like... Yeah, it's still like, it's, it's crazy to think that, you know, like, it's, it's, it's so far in the back of people's minds that you don't even think about, like, when it comes up, it's not even as big as the deal as it was back in the early 2000s when it first happened. And, you know, like every year it was like, yo, this is, you know what I'm saying? This was like a big hit. It's just like, oh, people was like, oh, that should happen forever ago. Like, that's not even that serious no more. Uh, I guess in, in a sense, because some people like to reach back to it at, at, at odd at odd times. I'm going to leave it at that on that regard, because that's going to take me into something else I don't want to say or that I want to say and I shouldn't say. But you did. You already been traveling down that road. <laughs> well, you did say something uh, in regard, like you said, sh- people are, you know, sh- they have short attention. Well, I guess memories, I guess, and stuff like that. I think it even goes along in the other side where people are short sighted. And I think that's this is me without speaking about my political um, affiliation, all that stuff. But short sighted in regards to like people, whenever people take off, everybody wants them to make goals that are immediate. And if you ever want to, as a government official, make goals beyond your term or stuff like that, people uh, people don't people don't rock with you because of that. I feel like, but that's my personal opinion. You guys can elaborate on that too. Uh, yeah, you already know me on the political tip. That's not my. Shit, I mean, so. I, kept it, I kept it very vague. You know, I ain't, I didn't step on anybody's toes or anything. Oh no, no, I'm sorry. Me, you know me. I don't deal with anything political. So, cause like, hey, it is what it is. <laughs> so I guess I. You already know. You already know how I feel about it. We already know what, where my belief is, where all the problems are at, and that's right. it. Right. Okay. I say, well, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna jump back to, um, back to your original point or whatever. Like, I think, in terms of perspective, um, the reason why I want to say the reason why it's just it, it is, it is super important that the conversations are had or that the the time is taken for people to be able to view stuff outside of their own box as it pertains to serious issues, especially when we talk about race or sex or religion or that, that sort of stuff. The reason people don't like to talk about it is because it makes them uncomfortable whenever they have, they run into a wall or they run into somebody who disagrees with them or sees something in a different light than them. Um, that being said, 
um, we will, it, I mean, the, the, the system is going to keep running because, it, you know what I'm saying, the system is bigger even than the people because, you know what I'm saying, as you said, uh, Josh, people are short-sighted. They're like, well, I didn't do it. My grandfather didn't do it. My uncle didn't do it. You know, um, we, you know what I'm saying, we love everybody, da 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 Like, we didn't create racism. That's not, you know what I'm saying, that's not our bag. So I don't know why we keep being held accountable. The problem is, is that the system operates outside of you now because the system was created and it's on autopilot. So it's like, you still keep benefiting from the system, but then you want to wash your hands of it when we ask you to do something about the system. Because you're like, well, I didn't make the system. It's like, yeah, dog, but you're still getting the money from the system. So what's up? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like something has to be done, like, and everybody has to acknowledge the fact that it exists. So if you keep acting like it don't exist or keep saying like, well, it ain't my fault. Like he did it. He did it. Like, all right, we don't care who did it. Let's do something about it to change it. Now to jump into the the, the politics part of it or whatever. And I'm a, I'm a, touch it real lightly and I'm going to keep it moving. Um, I definitely agree that oftentimes in terms of the constituents um, or the people, quote unquote, we want stuff to happen right away and we don't look at um, future goals. We don't think about um, what's going to happen for the next generation, so on and so forth or whatever, because you're worried about me and mine and what's going on with us now. Um, And I think that the way and the manner in which a lot of actual politicians behave in terms of what they do they definitely get caught up in that um and it and we end up smarting for it later um so uh just being prayerful <clears throat> obviously uh i don't know how it's going how it's going to turn out or how it's going um how it's going to go down but we'll 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 see in the days to come uh what what the future will hold as, as it pertains to elections and all the rest of that stuff though but i think it's super important so whatever yo Whatever your political persuasion is, man, vote your conscience, vote. So, you know what I'm saying? You can't make the excuse to say, like, uh, all these choices or whatever were made without me. Cool, cool. I like that. Very well said. Uh, speaking of it, I mean, I think a lot of this stuff to me, like, especially during this time that we're living in, it's very triggering, like, from, you know, the uh, what's going on in Florida and what's going on, like, just around the world with coronavirus as a whole. And I think it kind of brings me to something that I wanted to uh, ask you guys before this podcast started. I wrote it down. I was like, uh, so what did you guys uh, silver lining during this whole uh, recent pandemic that we're facing right now? What, what's something that you found that like, okay, cool. This is not that bad right now. Or this is something that helped me take my mind off the, off the bad that's going on. Uh, honestly, I'm getting a paycheck to sit at home. Like, what do you mean? This is the greatest, <laughs> this is the greatest job I've ever had in my life. Like I'm getting paid to sit at home play video games. If I want to stay up to six o'clock in the morning, I'll stay up to six o'clock in the morning. I get on, I do a little bit of work, check my email, whatever they need me to do. If there's nothing they don't need me to do. All right, cool. Going back to my normal life. Okay, cool, cool. What about you, uh, Keith? Um, it's been a blessing to be able to have the time to um, sit at home uh, and actually be with the kids and teach them and stuff like that. It's, uh, I mean, it was interesting, you know, I ran around so much whenever, you know, before all this stuff was going on, like I would always be on the go, 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 working, you know, working a job and then trying to run a business and then uh, doing stuff, uh, you know, I had like school stuff and then all this other extracurricular stuff or whatever. It seemed like I was hardly, you know, hardly getting any sleep, you know, hardly ever at home, um, just always on the move. So this um, really just, it's like, God kind of just hit the pause button on, on life 
and society and was just like, look, all of y'all need to have a seat. And so I, that is, that's my, you know what I'm saying, silver lining from it. Whether, you know, I go and I, I come up with the the next great idea or if I just finally get some rest and get healthy, man, like for whatever way I, you know what I'm saying, I take it. It's just, it's nice to be able to have this pause and have this time and just kind of appreciate it. I mean, it, it definitely sucks because I'm not making the money <laughs> like Josh is sitting at the crib. So that's the only, that's the hard part because my money is made if I'm out and about doing stuff. Um, so that's, that's the hard part for me, but, um, but the silver line is definitely this, this time and this building this foundation, you know, my sons are, are little, I got a, a five-year-old and a soon to be two-year-old. So helping my son, uh, kind of build a foundation and it be, you know, better for the first grade and, uh, be more emotionally stable and, you know, just having more time with me and, you know, making sure that he reads well and that he's good at math and that sort of stuff. Like all that stuff is, that's right. super important to me. So. I think for me, because y'all know, I, I mean, I come from a, a extremely large family. So it's sometimes, I'll say all the time for me, it's hard for me to be able to reach out and uh, talk, talk to people and keep up with them, what's going on. And so recently, yeah. I mean, since this pandemic has been going on, I've been trying to reach out to uh, different members of my family, you know, a little bit more frequently. It's still something that I have to overcome because I've, you know, I've built up this habit over over years, and, and particularly I was you know I was talking to my grandfather and my uh, grandmother the other day, and those things that they were telling me that had happened in their life and you know recently and or a few years ago that I didn't know, and it made me really feel bad that I hadn't been you know talking to them. So now like to me, I'm looking at like the fact that I'm actually even able to come back and catch up with them and figure this out. You know, it's sad, but at the same time, like super happy that I'm able to talk to them because. I mean, you know, they could be gone in, in a few years or a few months, you know, whenever, especially with this pandemic, you never know what could happen because they're in a high risk. So the fact that I'm able to talk right. to them is, you know, to me, a really great thing that I have the time to do that now. And I'm trying to make it my business to be able to uh, talk to them on a more regular basis. And the funny thing for me is like my, my little girl, is, she's more like my wife. She, she, you know, she'd be happy to talk to anybody. She talks to anybody just like she's talking to her best friend. And I'm not that person to do that. So, like, when I put her on the phone with them, she'd be happy to talk to them. And honestly, she hadn't seen my um, grandfather in, in quite a few years now because, I've, you know, I've been gone out of, uh, away from Mississippi. But uh, that right there to me is just really yeah. making me happy. And I, I'm hoping that, you know, it, trans, it translates into me, you know, making sure that I stay on this goal once once things do go back to normal, you know, if, if that is to happen. And also, like, just to right. me enjoying the relaxation, you know, of this – to me, the situation just sitting in the house and not having to worry about going anywhere. Like I'm obviously, I mean, it's not too much I can do as far as going places right now. So I'm taking that time to really like be like, all right, cool. I'm really enjoying my relaxation. And I don't have to look forward to like, oh, I gotta go here or I gotta prep this, plan for this trip and stuff like that. And I've been enjoying that, man. Like <laughs> my wife, she be going stir crazy sometimes, but I'd be like, man, I'm cool. Like I can sit right here on this couch, do whatever I need to do, get up, do me a little workout here and there, and I'm good. Yeah, I definitely appreciate the fact that, uh, you know, having been uh, having had enough experience in solitude before, it's kind of given me a good foundation to not like allow me to be stir crazy. Like I kind of found a place, you know, it's, it's nice to be able to be centered and to know how to kind of be by yourself and not right. feel like you always got to be doing something when everybody else is feeling like, oh, I got to I need to be out. I, I wish I was out. Uh, right. You know, I'm like, no, nah, I'm so, so. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Josh. I'm a busybody, man. So being in the house sucks for me. But I mean, like, I like, I like, well, 
I'll never get another opportunity like this in my life. So, especially you know, saying the never. line of work I'm in, you never get nothing like this. So I gotta no. take full advantage of it now because this will never happen again. So, <laughs> yeah, but it does suck being inside. I ain't gonna lie to you, man. Listen, I'm an outdoors, outside person. Like I gotta be in the streets, all right? I am the streets. So we locked up. calling you didn't answer. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, the streets been calling. And I ain't been answering, man. I'm like, can't, guys. Sorry, I ain't even, core team. Ain't even able to pick the yeah, phone mama, up. Yeah, mama said Sorry. I can't go outside. Mama said I'm grounded. So, <laughs> hey, so something else I was thinking about too uh, that I thought about before the podcast, and it, it goes to basically in reference to uh, information communication technologies. So I feel what I did was, do you guys feel that there's a, there's a new form of communications that the new form of communication that we have, basically, have we benefited for it during this pandemic? When I, when what I'm referring to is stuff like, uh, you know, uh, your Facebook Messenger, your uh, all your online platforms for communication and stuff like that. And I ask that because, you know, to me, from talking to people prior to this pandemic, you know, some people thought that uh, communicating via, you know, virtual communications uh, is crippling for in-person communication, where people don't know how to communicate with people in person. How to handle a situation mm-hmm. with somebody face to face? They rather go, you know, get on Twitter and and talk with this noise, people. Yeah, I, um, it's it's been interesting to see, like, yeah, definitely see the reverse. Like, I know a lot of um, preachers and churches and stuff, whatever, where people didn't want to, uh, they didn't want to have service online, or they thought, you know, say, oh, you got to be in person, you know, turn off Facebook, you know, you need to get in the book. And it's like now everybody is preaching, you know what I'm saying, on Facebook Live and all the rest of that stuff. And it's like, ah, oh, all the tools that you was, you know, uh, shaking your fist at or whatever are coming in handy because you you need them. Like you got to have them, you know, wouldn't be no wouldn't wouldn't be no service if it wasn't for these uh, right for these tools. So, Come on, man, you know, that's how it is, man. If you're old, if it's if it's younger and hipper than you are, you're not with it. Right. It's the same way. Like, I don't get TikTok. Like, I don't understand it. Like, yep. it's, the, it's the stupidest thing in the world to me. But, hey, I get it. You're young. Yep. I get it. It's their version of, it's their version of, like, Snapchat, of, like, Facebook, of, like, Instagram. That's their thing. So I'm pretty sure 10 years from yeah. now, you know, there's going to be something else new. And then that's going to be hip and what's hot. And you're like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> Still don't get that either. It's just it's what comes with old age. Like, I'm pretty sure 10 years from now, TikTok's probably going to turn to something else. And then we'll be using it and be like, dang, I can't believe I'm actually using this thing that I said I would right. never use. That makes me remind me of like some things I be thinking about sometimes. Like, what era am I gonna get stuck in in accordance to like fashion and stuff like that? Well, we know we know what era you stuck in. The cargo jeans. You know what I'm Cargo with the with the cargo. I haven't worn cargo shorts in a long time, bro. Yeah. But even when I went to Mexico, man, I was at because you know me, I used to be like, man, swim, when it comes to swimming trunks, like they had to be past my knee, man. I went, to, I went to Mexico. Them juggles like, you know, my my, my um, pinky finger went past my shorts, man. Walking around and <laughs> styling and styling. Listen, bro. Listen, bro. If my thighs ain't out, I ain't hey. I was say, I'm like, look, I was gonna say, hey, Jamaica, let me know the same on the same tip. Like, look, guy, it's got that thighs out, yo. Yeah, you gotta bro. be out here. Yes, sir. Let your feelings show. I got chubbies. I got like seven. What pairs. you mean then? Them things extra short. That's what I said. I said if my thighs ain't out. I ain't. Wearing oh, I heard you wrong. My bad. <laughs> but you 
you mean? <laughs> bro, I stay with the thighs out. Come on, bro. Like God gave me these thighs. You need to show them off. Um, on some different <laughs> tips, how y'all feel about so they're doing the draft next week. Oh man, I'm looking forward. It's virtual only. So yeah. I mean, hey, everybody, we're all gonna be there. So that'd be cool. I was talking to a boy about it. He's like, Yeah, this is like he's like, this will be like the first time that everybody gets to be like you're a VIP. I was like, that's true, because everybody got the same view as you. Like everybody, <laughs> even the owners. <laughs> yeah. Everybody, right? I'm gonna say, yeah, I'm gonna say like that's that's a good point. Like we all get to go to the draft. Like, yeah, you don't have to worry so about it be being exciting. somewhere um, else. So apparently gambling, uh, so you can bet on Madden. They're doing Madden simulations. Yeah. And I guess that's how your betting sports betting is going. So that's interesting. Never thought that I would see video games play such a big part. I ain't putting no money. In like everything. <laughs> you put your money on that? Hell yeah, I would bet on that. <laughs> hey, they already they doing semi they doing uh EA sports simulations or whatever, uh major league baseball. Like, on, they play the season right now. I know I'm in there. <laughs> Am I <laughs> would I put my money on that? Shit. <laughs> Uh, other crazy <laughs> stuff. Well, I mean, huh? Did I hear about that NASCAR driver? Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Right, cool. I, I just yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there ain't nothing else to say, bro. It is what it is. I was about to yeah. say, like, yeah, he wasn't getting. Yeah, you know, he wasn't getting no energy from me. So yeah, so I, I heard yeah. about it. We not gonna even know. Thought about when you out there yeah. virtual, like the game is. Oh going yeah, on. yeah, 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 yeah. So cool. Um. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. <laughs> um, what else? Dang, what was I about to say? I totally forgot now. Uh, Takashi Six Nine is back to his thing. Takashi Six Nine. I mean, so that's a good question. Would you snitch in that situation? Well, I mean, so to give you that kind of right what now, you mean? He got wrapped up in some gang shit, you know. Uh, yeah, so like if you was in that yeah, situation, yeah, I know about that came part. and it's like, yo, listen, you gonna tell these dudes that tried to kill you, smashed your baby mamas, or you gonna ride with your team? Like, where do you here's draw the my, line? Here's my thing. First off, it's a hard question for me to answer because I wouldn't have put myself in that situation he put himself well, of in. Of course, not, definitely. So it's just like yeah. if I was in that situation, I, I honestly I don't think I would, man. I think I would be like to me, Piper. I'm like, well, yeah, I, I dug this hole, man. Then I'm gonna I'm go ahead and you know and, and lay in. That's pretty much it. What is what it is. Yeah, true. And I was just curious. It just, it just popped in my mind when I saw the thing, and I was like, huh. I, yeah, I wouldn't be. I mean, I yeah, I mean. <sighs> You know how I feel about snitches. Well, and if you don't, I'm finna say it. Like I, uh, I am not a fan. Um, you know because I, you know, what I'm saying I believe in truth and integrity or whatever, but I also believe in loyalty, man. And it's um, there's a difference between telling the truth or telling the truth or speaking truth to power versus uh, right. telling the yeah. truth to save your own skin. You know, and and and, and, and you know. Uh, what he did, what we, you know, what I'm saying, what he did was to attempt to save himself. It had nothing to do with, um, you know, he wasn't looking to to bring justice to people that had already lost their lives, or you know, what I'm saying, like try to take down. You know, what I'm saying he didn't turn over some new leaf. He was well, trying yeah, to get the time off. Beneficial, right? You know. <clears throat> uh, yeah. Other than now, I'm trying to think of what other be uh be cruel and unusual. Huh? 
Some people just tell the truth to be cruel too. I mean, well, yeah, you're right. Some people do. <laughs> it's funny no matter what, no matter how you slice it. But sometimes yeah. people tell the truth and it's super funny. And you're like, dang, I got to laugh out of that. Uh, like, yo, like that meme I sent you when it was like, yo, I got my stimulus. Yeah, y'all pray for my uncle. He got a stimulus check and the government took it back for back child support. Bro, oh. that shit had me dying. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and that's a that's a no, real, is, real, man, life, real uh, life situation. You don't know, man. But that goes down to like, yo, you got to handle your business when you can, because if not, man, somebody else will handle it for you. Right. Yeah, and I'm going to say, like, and we, I mean, we talked about that offline, yeah. so, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, I got my, uh, I got my ways I feel, I feel about it on, you know what I'm saying, on, on a couple of different fronts. So I definitely, I on the one hand, you definitely got to take care of your business or whatever. On the other hand, I, you know what I'm saying? I, some of the stuff that they did with the stimulus, like how are you giving all this money to Chili's and the Fridays and all the rest of this stuff, whatever, but you, you know what I'm saying? You holding up small business owners or whatever over child support, dog, like, man, kiss my grits. So I am, uh, I am not a fan. Speaking of but... stimulus checks, what y'all spend y'all stim checks on? I mean, I've been putting it on, you know, my debt. I'm, I'm on this uh, road for, uh, for IF, independent, uh, I guess financial independence, excuse, FI, excuse me. Mm-hmm. And, and granted, it was extremely hard for me to be like looking at stuff online. Cause I mean, you know, you sitting at home, sometimes you're gonna go online, you see stuff, especially on your fo- social media feed, and you see stuff on there. And you're like, why that? But I was just like, man. Yeah. And one time, one time, it was so like, much things. Brittany's one slapped me back, snapped me back to uh, reality. She was like, I was like, man, you think we should get this? Like, I think we should pay off our debt. I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Forgot about that. <laughs> 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 but, I mean, that's Oh, mine. I did. I did uh, do one other yeah, thing, right. but I, I'm a, I'll say that for offline. <laughs> what you What you buy? Man, bought him a. Uh, he bought him a deployment a deployment goodie bag. Nah, bro. Nah. I'll tell you offline. Man. I'll tell you offline. That's what we we'll do. Oh man, he must have bought something wild, bro. I can't wait to hear. <laughs> yeah, it's something it's you'd have been super like. Wild. Why would you buy that? I um. <laughs> I well, I don't. I ain't do nothing with my stimulus check because uh, I didn't true, see it. My true, wife got it, true, so. <laughs> so she and I with great intent. I was just well, like, no, it's more. I've been window shopping every day. So. I, I yeah, I've been window shopping bro. all the time. So it's it's tough to shoes. I could have bought. I wasn't even counting that stim check. I was just window shopping the window shop just because I can't go. I can't go nowhere. So yeah, for I've sure. been doing my normal my normal daily go to the store, walk around, look at stuff that I don't need. I've been just doing it on the internet. I'm like, man, look at these new shoes coming out. Sure wish I had them. Then I was like, look at these new electronics. And then my favorite yep. thing to do, Brad, is go online and see what's sold out. And then go on Facebook Marketplace and then see what people are selling it for. Brad, <laughs> people are selling Nintendo Switches. <laughs> like them sh- like them shit is PlayStation 5s and Xbox and new Xboxes. They sell Nintendo Switches for $450 to $500. And they got like three, three to six of them. And I was like, why would you buy that many? But I was like, I get it, because now they're sold out everywhere and you can't get them. But my thing, but then, but of course, they're not moving them. And then, like, this big thing I've yeah. been looking at, this VR, this Oculus Rift thing, right? And it's supposed to be pretty cool. Um, one, because, you know, you can play video games on it. And two, you can watch porn in virtual reality. So who doesn't want to do that? Um, but, uh, yeah, and so that is normally, like, 400 bucks. <laughs> People are selling it for, like, $700. And they have, like, three or four of them. So my big, my favorite thing to do is just wash this stuff and then just wait till we get back to normal life. And then that person who bought like them six switches and now they can't sell them. 
and now they can't take them back because they ain't taking the returns after 30 days and motherfuckers just stuck with like seven switches. <laughs> Yeah, oh, like yeah, my man who yeah, like my man yeah, who bought yeah, all that yeah. hand sanitizer or the uh all the toilet paper. Mess around be selling yeah, fam, less sorry. market value. Like, yo, got brand new switches, a hundred dollars. Gotta get rid of them. Gotta yeah. coop something. So that's my favorite thing to do. I like that. I like when you take a, when you try to capitalize <laughs> on somebody else's yo, demise and you want you take an L. I like that. That's that's amusing to me. So I'm with it. I'm all about making a little buck, but I'm like, but there's a difference. There's a difference in like making a buck. Like, hey, if I buy a pair of Yeezys that I know I'm not gonna wear, and I'll sell them to somebody, cool. Versus me buying like 75 pairs of Yeezys and trying to sell them to somebody, that's wild. Yeah, you know what I mean, like. Right, a pair versus yeah versus monopolizing yeah, yeah exactly. versus monopolizing the market. Go, I would never go out and be like, you know, hey. I got the money. Let me go ahead and buy these 75 switches, and then maybe maybe they'll sell out. And I can. I'm like, no, I'm not gonna do that. Right. But uh, um, other than that, man, just chilling. Oh, the Jordan documentary starts tonight. That's what uh, I was going to say before you went on the thing. So I'm about to watch that. I'm super excited. Oh, uh, yeah. Stephen A. been hyping it up on Twitter. Well, come on, man. You know Jordan was an asshole in real life. So, I mean, it's, it's got to be good. Right. In real life. So, I've heard stories over, over the years yeah. anyway about, you know, some of the stuff he did. Oh, yeah, man. One of my favorite uh, rappers from back home. Chameleon there told a story about Jordan. I was oh, like, dang. Yeah, I, that was some crazy. That was like a crazy story. So that man, like, Yo, you want my autograph? I'm gonna shake my hand, bro. Buy all these pairs oh, really? right now. Like, what? Right. <laughs> hey. All right. Yeah. I didn't hear that story. Um, I'm gonna have to go, also, have to go look at it. RIP to so. Nip. You know, year anniversary just passed. That was, that seemed like oh, man. That's a couple a, months a, ago type thing, man. Yeah, bro. Real talk. Right. That time, that time yeah. flew, man. Yeah. That was that was. My thing. I had just got on him whenever this happened, man. I was just like, I remember where I was. I was riding. I was yeah. riding down a highway while I was in Washington. Watched it, and they and they passed it uh, over the radio. Thing. And I was like, I was like, man, I just started listening to him. That, that album he had. Uh, what was what's the last album he put out? Or oh, the only album really that he put out, right? Uh, well, he has mixtapes. Marathon. He, has, Marathon. he has albums before that too. Yeah, yeah. Marathon was his first like what signed album. He's not signed. He's not signed. He was uh, independent. That's first independent like see. own like he did his own thing. Okay, but yeah, that that album was dope, man. And then and then because one of the I know the guy who put me on like he told me about it. I was at his house one time. He's like I think he had the album of the year, and I was like, hey, you heard this guy? What are you talking about? And I went and listened. I was like, okay, that was fire. And then after that, not long after that, he uh, got killed. It was kind of it kind of hit home with me. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's you know, uh, uh, we we about to uh, wrap it up, or whatever. But I just always think it's interesting whenever you see uh, lights that seem to shine so bright that they kind of get burnt out, uh, you know, early. And I just, I mean, I don't know. I just, I always, um, I just always find that uh, interesting, or whatever. When you're looking at life and you see people and you see them like. They seem like they're running real fast and they're doing a whole lot, you know, and they when they're younger and then stuff ends up happening, whatever their life cuts short. It's almost like as if they know that they don't have a whole lot of time on their hands. So they try to get right. they trying it's to like, get it all. Yeah, before he had they like go, a, you know uh, what I mean? So, wisdom of somebody that had been around for a lot longer than what he had been. And then so something like that is just like dang. Yeah. Yeah. Um also I'm gonna correct you, it wasn't the marathon's victory lap. Yeah. Uh, okay, correct you now. Ah, uh, thank you. Uh, no, nah, no problem. And that's that's me, you know what I'm saying? Hey, Appreciate that. That's so it, man. Yeah. Huh? 
That's what we hear. I got something I want to uh bring up, but we probably talk about it on the next podcast. No, go ahead, man. Do it now. We got you because uh, I got to edit some stuff, so you good. What do you What is your guys' opinion on like hacktivism? What? Like, like the movement of hacking and stuff like that. All that stuff. You no, know, sometimes Yo, scammers. Do you think? No, 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 no. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about well. I know that, that, that is covered in it, but exactly. there's some that stuff activism. like where you know where people who actually hacked into uh, companies and exposed them for you know, you know doing things that they shouldn't have been, even governments and stuff like that. Uh, I actually had a conversation with somebody about this yesterday, and uh, they brought up some good points. Well, the person was actually from a, a prior from a communist country, and they were saying like, well, because that I was from, you know, hackers played a big role in like exposing uh, wrongdoings and stuff like that. So their perspective on hacking and stuff was completely different. From what mine was, because I was looking at it from like, oh, it's in a, you know, I understand that there's some good out there, but at the same time, like you can't, you can't say, hey, uh, let this happen, and then also, you, if you think that the uh, man with the most money is not going to have the upper hand as far as invasion of your privacy and stuff like that, that's my, that's what perspective I was coming from. So there was some little bit of, uh, I guess, uh, disagreement in there, but we both kind of came to the point where we were like, all right, well, you know, I, I understand your point of view, and then you understand mine. But I wonder what you guys' thoughts were on it. Well, this is the first I've ever heard of hacktivism. Um, but I mean, hey, I mean, it's I guess it's a it's a noble cause. I mean, but what you do. Like, should you should you allow that type of hacking, and or and and then not allow? I guess I guess how do you do that without um allowing encroachment on your own privacy? Well, do you, you can't, man. I mean, listen, the government's watching right now, bro. <laughs> and if you don't think they're listening right now as we recording this. You wowing, you bugging. Yeah, no. They're always listening. They're always watching. It's just, it's part. It's just what it is, man. Like, you, it's just gonna happen. You can't control it. So, I, I mean, guess. if something's if something's out of your hands like that, like what, like I mean, unless you literally come off the grid, what are you gonna do? I mean, I, I see the perspective that you're looking at, and and I, and I, I kind of agree with you, and I kind of don't at the same time. Uh, but my thing is like, just like. Like stuff like um, I'm trying to think of a recent one, like where something was exposed that was actually bad, and I can't think of it right now. But speaking of that, one of the other person that was in that conversation, they were saying that, uh, well, let me see if I can make sure I grab the words correctly. They were saying that you can't really allow uh, it on that. I can't. I can't. I don't lost. I lost my train of thought now, man. So you probably. <laughs> I, I really forgot, man. I was trying to look up to what I was trying to say, and I lost it. So. So, I mean, the best thing I can think you're trying to say is that you can't allow because some things will get exposed. That, you know, you're right. It'll send you into a state oh. of pandemonium. Yeah. Right? So the person was saying, they were saying you can't allow that because most time people, unless you know what, unless you know what you're looking for already, your intent was already wrong in the first place because you can't know what company's doing wrong until you actually get into the servers and stuff like that if you're actually trying to hack into it. Well, That's yeah. what I was trying to say. I mean, I guess, but at the same time, there's some stuff that if it got out, bro, it probably would send the world into a panic and it would get real crazy. Yeah, like imagine like that. I'm not saying this is true, but imagine that this whole COVID thing was government created, right? Not saying it is. Don't believe that. But let's say I it wasn't. You, somehow it leaked out. You know how, huh? I wish you wouldn't have said it because I got people who are thinking this. Well, whatever. This all right, listen, it's stupid. All right, I'm not. I don't care. I don't care what those people think. <laughs> it's stupid. All right. Anyway, the point is, what you know? What I'm saying, like, what are you gonna do? You know what I'm saying? I don't know, man. Like you can't like 
all right, if it was, and you found it out, it would send the world into a panic. People would start acting crazy. Yeah. No. I mean, like I said, I got my own thoughts about it, but I, I feel like the biggest thing that's going to stop anything, any progression towards allowing, I guess, uh, some hacktivism be a thing is the fact that it's, you can't, you can't, you can't make laws that say, okay, cool, if you, uh, if you find some wrongdoing via hacking, that you're good to go, without like, you know, what I'm saying encroaching on other people's privacy. There's never gonna be a law. Uh, Ivan got kicked out. And why would you say that? I know that. I can read the message just like you. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> God, now I gotta edit that out. Thank you, Carlos. <laughs> Oh my bad. I hate you, man. Y'all be making my life so hard because I have to edit this shit, and then you motherfuckers always say something. I'm like, clearly, I know that. I, I can see it, watching, bro. Bro, I can see it on my screen that he's not there. But the gubby's not watching though. Oh my god. <laughs> All right, man. Well, we gotta we gotta wrap it up, I guess, at this point. Clearly. <laughs> so now, get him back in so we can finish off, and I'm at it. So. Anyway, we're gonna leave some point. Hey, you're welcome. Shut up. <laughs> All right. So anyway, so it's been fun, boys. I'm glad talking to y'all. I'm gonna get into my thing. All right. So the random fat uh, thought of the day. Always okay. end the day with a positive thought. No matter how hard today was, tomorrow is full of possibility, unknown. Um, I really like that. Random fact of the day. Your tongue grows new taste buds about every two weeks. Wait, what'd you say that again? Oh, my God. Your tongue grows new taste buds about every two weeks. Dang, I didn't know that. I know. I had to say it twice. So now you know it twice as much as you didn't know it before. Yeah. It's crazy. Right. I, I, I eat a lot of hot food, man. I don't wait for stuff to cool off, man. So I, I, can't, I guess that's why I don't really be impacted by it that much. No, you just ain't got no taste buds. Nah, I be tasting my food now, bro. Yeah, but you don't know if it tastes good or not. Bro, all my food tastes good. Well, of course, if you can't taste nothing, everything gonna taste good. No, I'm talking about the out of mouth of other people. They tell me it tastes good. Well, I mean, people don't want to. People don't. People lie to your face. Okay, then <laughs> you can always make an excuse. Next time I cook, and be like, Nah, bro, I'm good this time. Nah, they be like, Bring it over. Cool. Don't worry, I'll be the first. All right. <laughs> I'm like, no, nah, you hate. That's all it is. <laughs> if there's hate in your heart, let it out. Right. All, all right. right. Well, I'm your boy JT, man. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at boxfade joshi b o x j o f a d e j o s h i e. It's your boy Carlos G. Follow me on Instagram, uh, Leon the Great eighty eight. Still working on that uh new profile. Don't hold. Don't hold it to me. Anyways, uh, it's been good. It's a real good conversation today. Uh, peace. Peace. Oh, you can also follow Key at KeyDidIt313 on all the social platforms. And then, yeah, we'll see y'all uh, same time next week. Peace. <laughs>